All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Too Many Hobbies. I'm your host, Brian Althorpe. Today we are going to get into self-filming your hunts. I get questions about this from friends and people online all the time, so let's get into it. Roll the show. guys well before we get into this episode i wanted to talk about my business that i finally started i've been wanting to have my own business for quite some time and i finally started my own media company it is now registered in the state of ohio as brian l thorpe media llc and that's pretty exciting for me i'm hoping that that brings a lot more opportunities for not just me but kind of to grow the brand as a whole and you know it's a good good extra source of uh of revenue so pretty excited for that opportunity this year and we'll be we're already booking a bunch of weddings for next year and photo shoots things like that so as that kind of grows I'll keep you guys updated but let's get into the main topic today filming our hunts self-filming hunts and what gear I use so we're going to start off with the big camera that I use I actually have two Nikon mirrorless cameras the Z50 and the Z6 and I was filming with the Z6 for a while but that's such an expensive camera and the camera that I use for my business that I really don't want to risk dropping an $1,800 camera in the water or you know something like that especially with the lenses that I use on it since it's a full frame camera I use full frame lenses I don't use crop sensor lenses and the full frame lenses are a lot more expensive I have a 24 to 70 and a 35 that I mainly use and it's just easier to use the Z50 with the kit lens that comes with it that's plenty for creating content for especially for youtube it's actually a little overkill but the low light on it is great the autofocus on it is great and it's a very good camera for me to use for talking before and after hunts or even filming a little bit during the hunt um filming b-roll with it is fantastic it does i believe 120p at uh yeah, 1080. 1080, 120. And I, it does 4K, but I don't see the the point in doing 4K for YouTube because really the only thing that people are watching on their phones is 1080 or 720 anyway. So I just use crop sensor camera that's wide enough and has a flip down screen so that I can see myself when I'm talking to the camera. And that's really helpful especially when I'm trying to frame myself or see how the lighting is and stuff like that. You know, I don't have a huge following on YouTube, but I like to create quality content and I don't want to be sacrificing that by using cheap gear. And the Z50 in itself is cheaper, but it's still a $1,000 camera. So that would still be a bummer if I dropped it in the water, but 
hey, gotta make some sacrifices to make good content. Just don't have to make the ultimate sacrifice of the full frame camera. Now, with the Z50, I'm using a 64 gigabyte SanDisk card, and that is more than enough to actually it's 128. Yeah, it's 128, and uh, that I I still haven't filled that up, and I've had that camera for I don't know nine months now, ten months. It's been uh, it's been an awesome camera, especially with the the 150 to 500 having that crop on it. It's really nice for uh, for wildlife photography and stuff like that. So that's a nice camera to keep around. I use a Movo VRX10 microphone on it. It's very similar to the uh, the Rode Video Micro, and actually comparatively from the videos that comparison videos that I've watched before I bought it the the sound loudness the level of the sound is higher out of the box than the uh Rode Video Micro and I mean it's the same it's literally the same body it's the same uh shock mount it's the it's got a dead cat on it and it's just really nice for when you're trying to record yourself and you want it to sound good and especially when it's windy. When it's windy, it's extremely nice to have that because then you don't hear those the the wind noise. You just hear yourself. So that's really nice to have and uh I think that any camera that you use for filming yourself, you should have a microphone on it, DSLRs. With the GoPros, it's not really that big of a deal, but if you can put a microphone on it, then you will sound a lot better. Your quality will be a lot better, especially the days that it's really windy because you can put a dead cat cover over the microphone on the GoPro. Or if you get an adapter to put a lav mic on, you can put a dead cat on that as well, and then the, the wind noise isn't as bad. So that's that's the main camera. And I'm hoping that this year I can do a little bit more filming with the main camera just because the people I go with now are pretty much expecting that I'm going to be filming. So I always just get into this this mindset where I'd rather be shooting. But now, especially when I'm taking the dog, I want to record him and uh, take pictures of him and stuff. So I'll have more time now that I'm not running out and getting birds all the time to film a little bit more and to um, take more photos during the hunt. So that'll be really cool, and that's going to be a fantastic camera to do it with. I used that Z50 a little bit last year and uh, or during last season, and it was really nice to have the flip-down screen to be able to see myself. So hopefully we have a... Uh, Hopefully we have a great season so that I can keep pumping out some videos like I did last year. So moving on from the main camera, I have two GoPro Hero 4s and one GoPro Hero 5. Now the reason that I don't have the Hero 7, the Hero 8, they're just too expensive for how I deem uh, 
how important I deem my YouTube channel at the moment. But any GoPro will work. I had a Hero Plus for... I had three Hero Plus cameras for until last season. And they got destroyed in the salt water in Massachusetts. So I like those cameras because the built-in battery on those things lasts forever. I mean, it. I would run it, like actually be recording with it for three hours, two and a half, three hours. And I would just swap out cameras. I would have all three of them charged and I would just swap out the cameras because it was easier to just swap out the camera than set up three cameras and have them running and getting different angles every once in a while i would have like the hero 4 on my chest and then i would have the hero plus at the back of the boat or something or like on the blind getting shots of like a shooting but i don't think it's super necessary to have that um it's any gopro will do what you want i mean as far as having your hunts filmed for any camera that you use any action camera is going to work but from what i've noticed is like if you were to get an eight man or something cheap from amazon the sound or the video quality is horrendous compared to the the gopros i mean at 1080 even when those go those action cameras say 1080 there's a massive difference in the quality of the 1080 and the the GoPro colors are better. I know that the Hero 5 and the Hero 4 in my experience are so much better in low light than the Hero Plus. It it didn't do it didn't do uh low light very well, but with all the newer cameras, they all have really good low light capabilities. Not as good as a DSLR, but as far as like just recording your hunts, like you can have a GoPro running and I use the loop function, the loop of video function, and that helps save uh, memory on the card because it's only looping at five minutes. I think you can set it to like 10 and 30 or something like that. I set it for five just because like if I'm catching a fish, it doesn't take me five minutes to reel in a fish. If I shoot a bird, it only takes three seconds of shooting a bird. And you can kind of, like, if you if you turn it off as soon as you shoot the bird, <clears throat> then you can have, uh, I mean, you still got time watching the bird circle and work and do whatever. But they all come out in one-minute clips. So they're really easy to manage when you start putting your clips together to make a video. Because otherwise you have like two or three hours worth of video to go through and then you have to cut each segment of you shooting or catching a fish or whatever. If you loop it, it's way better and way quicker. You streamline your entire process by doing it because then you're just, it only saves the five minutes. It just keeps recording over itself in the five minute loop. So you could fish all day, and if you don't catch anything, you've only wasted five minutes of that memory card. And that makes it way easier when you're doing post-processing. Um, then you don't have to go home. Like, say that you you go out and hunt, and you only shot, like, four birds or whatever. 
You've only wasted 20 minutes of that card. I shouldn't say wasted. You've used 20 minutes of that card where you might have four and a half hours on like of recording time on that card. Then you don't have to worry about going home, grabbing those couple clips because you don't want 40 gigabytes of four hours worth of hunt on your computer. You save space on your hard drive. You save space on the camera. And you streamline the amount of time that you're actually like re- editing your videos. Everybody wants to save some time. That's the way to do it, I believe. It's way easier to do that. And like if you want, if you find a spot, like say you guys are setting up decoys or whatever, and you want to use that in the video, just stop it. And then you've only saved five minutes and you can still fill in your video of whatever you're doing. Somebody says something funny, you save it, and then you just hit record again. But that way you're not not using as much of that card. It's way easier. I found it way easier to do that. And uh, that's my recommendation is to use the loop function. Um, You can't do like, I mean, with that, if you wanted to do like a big time lapse of like, from the time that you catch one fish till the next time you catch a fish and if that's a half hour or whatever then you can't add that kind of stuff in unless you turn off the loop function but i don't think it makes that big of a difference and for a lot of people that aren't going to be editing these long hunting videos they don't really care they just want to put a little compilation together of themselves shooting six or twelve or whatever birds and it's just it just makes your life a lot easier. Those GoPros are sweet. I mean, you can do so many things with them. You could even I mean, there's people with gigantic YouTube channels like Cletus McFarlane and uh you know, there's so many Bobby Guy even uses <coughs> a GoPro most of the time when he's in the field, he doesn't even get out his big camera. But there's these huge YouTube channels. It seems like a lot of the racing YouTube channels use a GoPro quite a bit, like the Boosted Boys and Faster Proms. They've all got GoPros, and that's how they make all of their videos. They just have a little light on a tripod so that they can film at night. They don't even have microphones hooked to the things. So you can do so much with just a GoPro, and you can record so many cool cool things going on, especially with hunting. I mean, a GoPro is pretty much the, like, end all be all it's waterproof if you get past i think from the hero 5 and up is waterproof you can get waterproof casings but then the audio is terrible um it's just the the stabilization really helps with seeing your shots and stuff like that the only downfall to a gopro for hunting videos is that with the fisheye lens, it makes it look like it's so, f- the bird or anything you're doing is so far away. So it looks like you're taking a 60 yard shot when you're taking a 25 yard shot, which isn't a big deal. And you can adjust the depth of recording in the GoPro. You can do like a, a linear, a narrow, a medium, and a wide field of, field of view. And that's super helpful if you are like, say you're deer hunting and you have it set up and you know where you're going to have a, a deer come in. You can set it to the the narrow and then it zooms in essentially. 
It's not the fisheye wide lens effect. So I think anybody that wants to film their hunts, the GoPro is the number one thing that you'll want. I mean, you can get used GoPros on Mercari or OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace. I've bought them pretty much everywhere since I destroyed a couple in salt water. I had to buy new ones, but there, there's just so many different places that you can buy used GoPros, and nothing's wrong with a used GoPro because if you think that you're going to ruin it hunting, don't spend $300 on a camera or if you hunt in deep water and you think it's going to fall in just get a 60 or 70 dollar hero 4 with a waterproof case and start filming your hunts there's a ton of accessories you can get for them i have a clip-on like arm that uh it's like a 12 inch arm that i put on the blind or the boat and uh i leave that as kind of a stationary um camera for shooting and stuff like that and then I always use the head the head mount just because that's the <laughs> that's the main thing I don't like the sportsman's mount that goes on your gun I think that you miss a lot of like pre-shot and post-shot um, or if you don't shoot and somebody else shoots you're not going to get any video unless you have your gun up and aimed at whatever it is that you're shooting at. So I don't like using the sportsman mount. I think that if you wanted to get a a camera on your gun to get like a tactic cam or a shot cam, and that way they're lighter, the mount is a lot nicer, and they zoom in more. Like they're like three x zoom. So that way you can get close video of a shot then you've got like the whole sequence on your head and you can see everything because it's wide and you might not see what kind of bird it is or anything like that when it's on your head but you're going to go pick up the bird anyway so what does it matter and i think that between because that's what i have i have a dslr gopros and i have a tacticam and between the ta- the tactic cam, I believe is waterproof, and you can get those tight tight angle shots. Plus, you can mount it on your bow if you're bow hunting. And I think that a GoPro is just a nice coverall if you want higher quality talking shots. I would say get a DSLR to go with the GoPro. And I think that the last thing, if it's in your budget, is to get, like, a gun cam. Because the gun cam is really cool. The stabilization on them are not that great. So, unless you get one that has, like, slow motion, 60 frames a second, um, it's going to be hard to really see see the shot and have, like, a real high-quality video of it. If you're just using the shot, the tactic cam or shot cam, that's where I think that having a GoPro is a lot better because you, if you have that thing running on loop the whole time, you're not going to miss anything. And the, the, the gun cams themselves are, they take like, they take like three seconds to turn on. So unless you see birds coming across the water or you have geese working you or whatever, it's really hard 
to turn the camera on when it's on your gun if you don't want it running the whole time. And those are hard to have like a external battery pack or something put on them to keep running the whole time like you can with a GoPro. But you can get extra batteries for them. I just don't think that it's the the most effective option for filming your hunts. It adds a little bit of weight to your gun too, so you got to be ready for that. And most most of the time, the GoPros, you don't really notice that they're even on your head. They're so light. Um, the only part about having it on your head, as opposed to like when you're fishing and you have it on your chest, is that you can take a wire from the GoPro on your head, put a battery, like an external battery pack in your hood. That's what I do. You could run it to your waders. Um, you just got to try to fish the wire like in the head strap down your back so it stays out of your way. Um, but you can also just switch out batteries. Like I keep the, the beep noise on and if it's looping and it goes to, and I hear it beeping, then I know that the battery died and I could switch it out. But if I have the option to put a battery pack in my hood, I normally just do that so I don't have to worry about changing out batteries or anything. And especially in cold weather, those batteries go like in no time. If it's below 30 degrees, you can pretty much cut the runtime of those batteries in half. So as far as batteries go, I would say if you're going to get batteries, get a lot of them. If you really want to just let the thing run, and you can do this for your stationary camera, too, if you get two GoPros. You can just Velcro um, an external battery pack onto the arm of the GoPro mount. And then you could get an external battery with a longer cord, throw it in your hood, not have to worry about it. Or get, like, eight batteries. Because <laughs> you're going to want a lot, a lot of batteries. Seems like you can't have enough batteries for those things. And if you really want to be out there all day filming your hunts, making sure you capture everything, especially for people that don't get to go out all the time. I'm fortunate enough to be able to go out like two, three days a week. And there's days that I just don't feel like <clears throat> filming my hunts. There's days that I would just rather sit there and not have to worry about a camera, not bring any gear. Because up until this year, I didn't even have a waterproof case for all my stuff. And just not having to worry about that is kind of a nice thing. But now I don't have to worry about it getting wet because I got a waterproof case. Just a cheap one on Amazon with the little, uh, like, pick-out foam squares. That'll be really helpful this year, especially because I'm just not going to take a lot of stuff. I'm just going to take Z50, two GoPros, possibly an extra lens. And then my Tacticam will just always stay mounted on my shotgun. So I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, to wrap this up, I would say if you can afford to get even a cheap DSLR, I would say get a DSLR, GoPros, and then after that, then you can start looking at like shot cams, Tacticams. And if you wanted to like be more of the guy that's filming the hunts, and not shooting, then you could go into something like an like a Sony Handycam or any of the HDR series or the AX series. 
with like the the electronic zoom and not the manual zoom like on a DSLR those get better video as far as like runtime filming birds flying in stuff like that but they're big they're bulky I'd say one of those cameras is going to take up as much room as a DSLR and two GoPros so I hope this information is useful to anybody that is looking to film their hunts if anybody has any questions about it, find me at Brian Outdoor Media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Got into a lot of the things that I enjoy, which is videography, hunting, how those two come together, and how to make the most of making memories filming your hunts they're always fun to go back and look at i watch my hunts all the time it's just cool to not only be able to share them but go back and look and say you know that was especially a lot of my really good hunts it's cool to go back and be like man that was that was awesome so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode if you could please leave us a five-star rating on anything that whatever you're listening to spotify itunes it helps out the show it'll help us reach more people we're almost to 200 downloads which is probably about 150 more than i thought i was gonna get and it's just been awesome being able to make this content for you guys and i hope to keep doing it throughout the season so thanks everybody we'll catch you on the next episode